Welcome back, all you NFTs. It is the Sunday Club, episode 8. And we got a jam-packed episode for you. We have Coco Melon Player of the Week. That's a big one right there. Week 16 recap. Who's on the block? Who made the grade? And what we are listening to right now. That's a new little segment we got. And then at the end, of course, the random name generator. Let's go. Sunday Club. It is week 16. We are actually recording this on a Sunday night instead of a Monday night. It feels kind of weird, huh, Jared? Yeah. No, it does feel weird. Uh, we, we got a big trip coming up. We do. We have a trip coming up. We're going to be uh, awake in about five hours, and we're just now starting to record this well, podcast. Whatever 2 a.m. is. Yeah, whatever 2 a.m. when we wake. somebody wanted to drive to Long Beach in the morning, yep. get on a boat. And go to Catalina. Sounds terrible. Yep, terrible. What a horrible idea. Um, we have a great uh, episode planned out for you guys today. We're going to go through our Coco Melon Player of the Weeks. Um, I know Jared touched on that earlier. We're going to, you want to start off, start us off, Jared, with your Coco Melon Player of the Week? Yes, give me a second. You want me to start, it off, start yeah. it off then? No. No? No, I want to start it off. Okay. I just had to pull up the stats for sure. Oh, okay. To make, to make you know, just so everybody gets the full effect. My Coco Melon Player of the Week this week is Joe Burrow. You know why? Yeah, we all know why. We all know why. He, he threw for 525 yards, four touchdowns, and led to a big-time win against the Ravens. Uh, they took sole possession of the, their division, big-time. Uh, big-time win for them. He's also done thrown for more than 400 yards and three passes. Passing touchdowns against the Ravens for the second time this year. It's unbelievable. Insane. It's unbelievable. He had a great game. What did he end with? You said 525? 525 for four touchdowns. Unbelievable. 37 completions. How many attempts did he have? 46. 46. Wow. That's the ratio right there. That's unbelievable. Is that your Coco Melon Player of the Week? No, I just talked about him. <laughs> we were talking about I was just kind of saying, you all you want to say about him? Yeah, that's all, all I right. want to say about him. We'll touch on well, him more later. That's who I was going to pick for mine, but then we had a little uh, pre-podcast discussion, and I asked Jared who his was, and he told me it was Joe Burrow, so I didn't want to put the same one, so I'll put somebody else. Uh, I'm going to put who is in the middle of the game right now, as we are currently watching it. Uh, Dak Prescott, so far, I'm making him my couple mm-hmm. Melon player of the week. Tell me about him. Right Tell me now, about Dak. Just the third quarter just ended. Dallas is up forty-nine to seven. Um, as of going into the third quarter, Dak is twenty-eight of thirty-nine, three hundred three hundred and thirty yards and four touchdowns, with an entire quarter of football left to play against the Washington football team. Well, he doesn't really need to do much more. No, this is game. but that's unbelievable. If anything, just because we were watching the game, yeah, I was like, oh, look, this is unbelievable. I got I got to pick Dak Prescott. I said that mine was going to be Herbert, and that didn't pan out. Nope, that definitely did not pan out. Um, I said mine was going to be Josh Allen. Josh Allen? Yeah, he could have. He had a good game. He did have a good game. He, he had a good game. We'll touch on that more later. He did. Yeah. I say let's get get right into these uh, these Christmas Day games. It's Christmas Day games. I'll start us off. I mean, start Brown, us off. Browns Packers. Packers twenty four to twenty two. Um, I think there's a lot to be said about this Packers defense, though, in this game. Uh, in multiple ways. They had four picks against Baker Mayfield. Yeah. Terrible, terrible game for Baker Mayfield. Oh. Four picks. After having a rest week last week due to COVID. I mean, yeah, he looked super rusty. At the same time, like they still didn't get everybody back from COVID, but Baker looked terrible. Packers defense had four picks, like I said, but... I don't know. I think the Packers are going to have some trouble when they meet some teams in the playoffs, though. Yeah, I agree. They got ran over all day long. The Browns should have just kept running the football. That 
Seriously, I mean, Nick Chubb had 17 carries for 126 yards. They should have just kept running the football. And Dearness Johnson, their backup running back, had four carries for 58 yards. Yeah. When you're having success like that, like... Why stop running the football? Why stop running the football? Uh, yeah. I mean, Rodgers looked good. Rodgers did look good, but, I mean, that's... We're, we're all expecting it. I mean, I think yeah. in the, his last five games, he has 16 touchdowns and no interceptions. Yeah. Uh, That's I mean, unbelievable. And doing that on his foot, I mean, he kept aggravating his foot throughout the yeah, game. Yeah, did you see how somebody stepped on it? I can't remember more what it was. More than once. It was more yeah. than once. Oh. He was limping off on that oh, multiple times. I think. Yeah, he was. I think Miles Garrett got him one of the times because he apologized I think so. to him. Yeah, I, I, was, I think that was the first one. He the first good. one that I saw. Devontae Adams, my goodness, 114 yards for two touchdowns and 10 receptions. Yeah. Insane. But to bring it back to the Packers defense and how great – the Bear, uh, Browns running game looked. I just don't understand I think the Packers are going to struggle with just, anybody. Yeah. I mean, Browns, I don't know what you're doing by stopping. But Packers, come playoff time, that's something that they really need to fix. Um, although they had those four picks, their defense looked not very good. And when you get four picks in a game, it should not be 24-22 no. at the end of the game. Uh-uh. So that's what I had to say about that game. So Yeah, I, mean, I think that pretty much sums it up. That was a great... Great first game of the day on Christmas. Definitely felt like it uh, took too long to get to the game, though. Oh, my God. That was a long morning. You're telling me about that. What time did you wake up on Christmas? Uh, like a little after 8. Yeah, well, I was up at 6.30, so opening up presents, you know. What happens when you have an 11-year-old sister? No, thanks. With St. Nick on the prowl. So. Well, let's talk about this second game, the Colts-Cardinals. This was a game that was... You know, in the betting books, it was a toss-up game. But yeah. It was really Colts 22, Cardinals 16. I mean, Cardinals are definitely falling off the grid right Definitely. Now. Jake, do you, want, do you want to tell the podcast what you did? Well, that I called it? Yeah. That I said the Colts were going to win? Mm-hmm. I said and Colts I to you. win and, on, and the under. I changed that into a parlay. I put the under as well. So both of those hit. That's a big parlay right there. It felt good. Huge. I had full confidence in it, too. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's once again the Jonathan Taylor show, though. Oh, my God, yeah. 27 rushes for 108 yards. Yeah, amazing. It was crazy. I mean, Kyler Murray did not look the same. No, he did not. <clears throat> 27 of 43, 245 yards and touchdown, but he had two fumbles. He did. I don't know. Do you want, do you want to get dive into uh, what is the problem for the Cardinals? Uh, honestly, I don't know what truly is the problem with the Cardinals. I mean, I think it's got to be a coaching problem. Uh, I'd have to agree. I mean, their only significant loss really this season has been, I mean, kind of got banged up midway, but they still scrapped out a few games during that time. Um, and then, what, DeAndre Hopkins is out for the rest of the year. Yeah. But Other than that. I'm looking, I mean, I'm looking at their schedule. They played... They started off the season against some good teams and scrapped out some wins. Like they played the Titans, whooped on them. Vikings, one point win. Giants don't really count. Rams, they whooped on the Rams. I mean, we all yeah. remember that game. They beat the 49ers. They crushed the Rams in that game. <clears throat> crushed the Browns and the Texans. They lost to the Packers in a heartbreaker 24 to 21. Yeah. Beat up on the 49ers again. I mean. Wow. I don't know. I just I don't know what's going on with them. I don't know either. Didn't you say on our last podcast that they something about them not doing well in the second half of seasons? Oh yeah, they're they're notorious for that. Ever since Kyler's come in the league, yeah. I mean, just can't finish they're, it out. They're one of those teams that starts off super super well and seems to win every big game and every game that they're supposed to win by a lot of by a lot. Yeah. But then once we get to that halfway point, they start to tip. We start to see changes. I I don't know. I would have to say it's got to be a coaching problem. It's got to be a coaching problem. Because it's not like there's injuries unless, I mean, unless these players just can't handle the longevity of the whole season. But I don't think that's a problem. I think it has to be a coaching problem with Cliff Kingsbury. I agree. Is there anything else you want to add on to that? I think we covered the consensus. Yeah, I mean, Carson Wentz looked really good, though. He did? Is Carson Wentz back? I mean, he... Is Carson Wentz back? I mean... He 18 completions for 225 yards and two touchdowns. 18 for 200 yards, two touchdowns? Okay. Mm-hmm. 
Okay. All right. Um, so I think that can uh, move us right into our Lions-Falcons game. Uh, Lions 16, Falcons 20. I thought the Lions were going to win this game, but that was before I knew that Jared Goff wasn't playing. I don't know when it came out that he wasn't playing, but Jared I, Goff... I still thought they were going to win this game. Yeah. I, I thought there was a good chance that they still won this game. Yeah. I mean, Falcons are... Falcons are not good. Falcons are being led by the uh, the elderly. Yes, With Matt are. Ryan as a quarterback. Mike Davis ugly as the game. running back. Oh, man, this is just the elderly. The um, elder bowl. Not the elder bowl, just the Atlanta elderly. The Atlanta elderly. I think they need to change their name. Pete, Pete is calling. They want they want their team back. Pete. <laughs> but yeah, no Jared Goff. Uh, I definitely think the Lions have a way better chance to win this game if they have Jared Goff. They have Jared Goff and probably do win this game. I think they but do if Jared Goff plays. I mean, Tim Boyle wasn't terrible. Tim Boyle. Tim Boyle. I mean, he wasn't terrible. What his second start of his whole career, and he yeah. twenty four of thirty four, hundred eighty seven yards, a touchdown. Interception, not terrible. Not I mean, bad. I, I but Jared Goff would, I think, give them a much better chance, obviously. Yeah, it was definitely an ugly game, though. Um, yeah, it was. I mean, they pulled out a couple, the Lions pulled out a trick play on a punt, got the first down, and more on that punt play. Yeah. But it's really all I want to talk about this game. It's not really fun. Jared Goff wasn't in the game. Mm-hmm. I don't like talking about the Lions unless they win and lose because Pretty that's much. the biggest story. Same here. Our next game, we have Ravens 21, Bengals 41. I know Jared touched on this earlier with how good Joe Burrow played. But to be fair to the Ravens, uh, they didn't have Lamar and they didn't have Huntley. Their best player, Tyler Huntley. Yeah, they did yeah. not have either of them. They had Josh Johnson starting quarterback. And honestly, I once I saw the score, I didn't really watch a lot of this game. Um, but when I look at the stats, they had Josh Johnson throw the ball 40 times I'm curious to know, and I didn't look it yeah, up. I mean, he threw for 304 yards. He did, but, I'm, but my question is, I'm curious to know, when's the last time Lamar or Huntley threw the, threw the ball 40 times? Um, guarantee you they haven't. That's what I mean. I just like It's just such I, a different... I, I, like what I talked about. look up that yeah. stat. There's no way they have Like what I talked about last time, like when Huntley comes in the game after Lamar, they don't have to change anything in their offense. Mm-hmm. But now there's Josh Johnson comes into the game, and he throws the ball 40 times. That's a much different offense. It is, 100%. No. I mean, this this is – Baltimore is the type of offense that's – I'm going to run all over you. Yeah. Their goal, like, what, they had that streak going into this year for most games with at least 100 y- rushing yards. 100 rushing yards, And then yeah. it was broke. But, like, that's their whole goal. That's Baltimore's whole offense. That's their goal to win. Um, they obviously changed something up, but I don't think it was bad. I mean, he – he threw for 304 yards. Yeah. They put up 21 points. Like, that's not bad. It, the, the real story of this game, though, ha- is Joe Burrow. He literally looked fantastic. We already touched on this. I mean, 37-46, 500, over 500 yards, four touchdowns. And they put up 41 points. Um, I mean, this Ravens defense that's been known, at least our whole life, to be just a menace yeah. And hit you hard and harder and harder, and that's how the Ravens win football games. They didn't do any of that. Yeah. Bengals just outplayed them outright, and they just kept giving up big play after big play. Uh, Higgins had 12 receptions, 194 yards, and two touchdowns. Jamar Chase only had seven receptions for 127. And like I said, we were going to touch on, this was a huge win for the Bengals. Yeah, uh, they very take sole possession in the division. Yep, at first place. Yep. I think they have the tiebreaker now against the Ravens for sure. If they do yeah. end in a tie, then they tie. Um, yeah. So huge game for the Bengals. They're in the driver's seat now for this division, and heading into playoffs these last two weeks of the season. Yep, it's big for them. All right, uh, next game we got is Rams and Vikings. Rams 30, Vikings 23. I don't know how the Rams won this game because, I mean, I don't know the last time a team's won a game when, when their quarterback throws three picks. Well, we almost saw four picks on yeah. Christmas Day. <laughs> almost. <laughs> but, almost. Yeah, no, I mean, it's crazy. Uh, obviously, 
It wasn't one ha- happening. I mean, Kirk Cousins did have three fumbles himself, though. That, yeah, that is true. So. That is true. I mean, biggest biggest takeaway was Sony Michelle looked way better than Madison, which you don't normally see when you play the Vikings. Usually yep. the Vikings have the way better rushers. They were without Dalvin Cook again this week. Sony Michelle, though, real story, 27 carries, 131 yards, and a touchdown. I mean, that's a pretty good day. I yeah. Mean, anytime you're over 100 rush yards. Anytime you're over 100 rush yards, you had a good day. But, I mean, another it's a big loss for Minnesota. They're trying to keep their playoff hopes alive. I think they're at the bottom in the playoff yeah, hopes no. right now. I mean, they've, they've had a few big, big wins this year, but this one would have been good to come out of. I don't know how this was only 30-23 to 23 judging by Kirk Cousins having an interception, three fumbles, but then you look at the other side and it's same exact thing, three interceptions and one fumble for yeah. Stafford. Horrible game. Horrible. Horrible game. So. Yeah, wasn't much. I mean, Rams clinched their division. Or no, they clinched the division. They clinched the playoff spot. Yeah. They, but yeah, they officially clinched the playoff spot, but they haven't clinched their division yet. Well, I mean, I think we need to talk about the biggest game now, though. The Bills-Pats game? Bills-Pats. You want to talk about this one? Since you're such a big Josh Allen guy? I'm a huge Josh Allen guy. Big believer in the Bills. Uh, this officially put them in the driver's seat for the division. I believe they have the tiebreaker now against New England. Uh, they're in the driver's seat. They got two, two big games left, and that's it. Um... I'm actually, I'd be interested to, to see these two match up in the playoffs later. Yeah, I, mean, that I think be, everybody would love that. I think everybody would love that, but Josh Allen looked fantastic. This was my uh, Coco play, Mellon Player of the Week prediction. Could have got it. I mean, I mean, he, he easily could have got it. I'm surprised. I mean, you should have put him in. One of us should have yeah. put him. But, I mean, 30 of 47, 314 yards, three touchdowns, 12 carries, 64 yards. I mean, we touched – a little bit on how we think the Bills offense needs to a little bit rely more on the run game. I mean, we saw Josh Allen have his 12 carries, did did a good workload, and then Singletary had 12 carries as well. Um, 39 yards only for Singletary, okay. but he had five receptions for 39 yards, and then he had a rush and a touchdown. So, so I mean, they're getting rushing game going a little bit more. I mean, they are. I mean, I think they definitely have to incorporate Josh Allen in it. As much as they do. Yeah. Although it's scary to have your quarterback, especially the franchise quarterback, just be running all over the place. So. Yeah. But Mac Jones, holy. Mac Jones did not look good. He looked really bad. Second week in a row, this Pats team just outplayed. And Mac Jones not looking good at all. He was 14 of 32. 145 yards, two interceptions, six carries for 33 yards. That's an impressive stat line, Mac Jones. And then he had a fumble as well. Wow. So... That is bad. I mean, the only thing that really kept New England in this game was their run, their running. Their running with Damian Harris. Yep. 18 carries, 103 yards, and three touchdowns. Yeah. That's unbelievable. Incredible. On only 18 carries, but... He was well, he was their whole offense. He literally was because they only scored 21 points. Yeah. But um, big win for the Bills. They yeah. sit in the driver's seat now. They hold their own yeah. destiny to win this division. Yeah. So, uh, I mean, we're definitely see, seeing those blemishes come out from Mac Jones, the rookie quarterback. But I think we need to talk about two more rookie quarterbacks now. With uh, Zach Wilson. And Trevor Lawrence. And Trevor Lawrence. Jets and the Jags. What a knockout game. I got this one wrong. I said uh, that the Jags were going to win. Yeah, this is your second week in a row, man. I don't know what to tell you. I, I'm telling you, it's not an Urban Meyer problem. Obviously, it's not. Well, obviously, we're, I think we're learning that now. I mean, obviously, they still have some work to do. Trevor Lawrence, though, has been looking, looked a lot better this week. He didn't throw a pick. He didn't throw a pick this week. Just one fumble. Yeah. I mean, he was 26-39, 280 yards, six carries, 37 yards, one fumble. One fumble. That's not bad. I mean, that's better progression, which is what you want to see out of these young quarterbacks. That's your favorite thing to say, huh? It is. Progress, baby. Want to see progress? If you don't see progress, then you might as well spend another draft pick. Exactly. Zach Wilson on the other side though only had twenty two attempts and he completed fourteen of them, hundred and two yards, and a touchdown. But he had four carries for ninety one yards. I love that. And a touchdown. One of them was a huge rushing touchdown that he had. 
um, talked about more rookies, Michael Carter look, came back this week. He did. He did he come back. great. This. 16 carries, 118 yards. I mean, that's big, and that's what you like to see if you're a Jets fan. I yeah, mean, it is. Your, your young guys making an impact their first year and showing these flashes of what can come in the years to come as yeah. they grow and develop around those young guys. You know, I'm excited to see what the Jets can do. That was a big win for them. A little they're confidence they're slowly getting a little bit better. Yeah, you know, slowly. slowly. Seeing, it's because they're seeing that progression yeah. from Zach Wilson. Okay, okay, <laughs> Mr. Progression over there. Uh-huh. Um, this next game is the <laughs> uh, Eagles-Giants game. Giants 10, Eagles 34. Uh, I don't even want to talk about the Giants. They're just... all, all we're going to talk about is uh, Jalen Hurts. Yep. 17 of 29 oh. for 199 yards and two touchdowns. I think that's good. That's what we like to see. Um, I think they're they're in the hopes of a playoff spot right now. They're looking good. That was a big win for them. But uh, let's go ahead and move on. To well, for the for the sake of everybody, I think uh, we just, we just need to read the uh, read the stats here on on Glennon. Oh Glennon. I just have to uh, have to pull it up here. All right. You mean the future? The future, future. of the NFL. I clicked on the wrong game. Here, I got you. 17 of 27, 93 yards. One touchdown, one interception. And then he had two carries for 11 yards, you know. I'll take and they put Jake Fromm back in. He went 6 of 17. With an interception. but um, And Jake Fromm got sacked twice. Probably his fault. <laughs> you never know. I mean. To be honest, didn't really watch much of this game. <laughs> I mean, once, once they the got Giants are the, I, I think the Giants are the worst team in football. You think they're the worst team? I think they're the worst team in football. They're so bad. Their quarterback play is just beyond. They're four and eleven for the team. You you don't you don't think the Jags are worse than them? No, I think the Jaguars play the Giants. The Jaguars win that game because the with Giants. With Urban Meyer, without him. Doesn't matter. <laughs> Does not matter. Okay. With Danny Dimes. With anybody. <laughs> okay, I'm just gonna get this straight. I mean, Danny Dimes is one of the best road quarterbacks. Dan, if, if they had Danny, Danny Dimes, Dimes on the road, if they had Danny, Danny Dimes, Dimes it would be a close game. Okay. All right. Well, that's way too much to talk about this game. So let's well, let's go to another game. Let's go to another horrible talk. game. Bucks Panthers, thirty-two to six. Panthers are bad. They're Panthers are bad. real bad. I I think the what was the, you want to read the first bullet point I wrote about this game? Um, Newton sucks. <laughs> Cam Newton does suck. That is. Valid point. I'm yep. right there. Um, I think we all got played at the beginning of the season, thinking that Sam Darnold was good, and then also convincing us that the Panthers were going to be good. But neither one of those were true. And then you bring back Cam Newton, who has not been good since the Super Bowl. Yep. When he lost, and you made us think that he was going to be good because we all saw him back in the Panthers uniform. We're like, ah, Cam Newton's back. Cam Newton's back. Awful. Yeah, he's back on the bench. So, we got benched again today. Sam Darnold is back in the game. Tomato again. Tomato boy. Tomato boy. Well, let's talk about this. Bears 25, Seahawks 24. Who came out to play in this game? Who led the scoring, the game-winning drive for the Bears? Sorry, ESPN. Who, who led the game when he drive? Well, actually, he just played this whole game. Big Dick Nick? Yep. Nick, Nick Foles. Foles. Let's go. Nick Foles is back. He, he, had, he was 24-35, 250 yards, a touchdown, and that big, big two-point conversion at the end of the at game. Right at the end of the game. I mean, it's huge amazing. win for these Bears. Huge. It doesn't mean anything except now they're tied with the Seahawks at five and ten. Yeah, it absolutely means nothing. Uh, both of these. Teams, it was a snow game. Yeah, I mean, it Who was a that? Really snow game. Who doesn't love that? I mean, we all love that. Everybody does. David Montgomery had twenty-one carries, forty-five yards, touchdown. What about my guy? Give me, give me, give yards. me my guy for the Seahawks. Rashad Penny. And another great game. 17 carries, 135 yards, and a putty. 
Another great game for Rashad Penny. SDSU alumni, if you guys didn't know, that's why Jake loves Rashad Penny. Nobody yes, else really sir. does. You. But do you think this is a revival of his career? He's hanging on? He's, I think so. You think he's going to get a little contract action after this? I think so. If he stays healthy, if he can stay healthy for the rest of the year, yeah. I think so, too. I mean, that's what's held him in the past, his injuries. Yep. All right. Uh, yeah, that was a great game. Bears 25, Seahawks 24, really in the end of the day for all the other games going on. It's too bad that that one was a great game mm-hmm. because that one doesn't have any implications to the playoffs. Well, it sucks that that one was a great game when this other fantastic game for all of us Steelers fans is going on. Um, Chiefs 36, Steelers 10. Um, I really don't want to talk about this game. You want me to? No, I'm gonna, I'm gonna talk about it still. Okay. I'll, I'll, I'll let. Don't worry. I'll let you talk about the Chargers later. So we're both gonna do the same thing. But at least I lost to a good team. So Steelers really had my hopes up for this one because this was definitely the game that we want to see Patrick Mahomes could be Patrick Mahomes without Travis Kelsey. Uh, and it turns out he can be it without Tyreek yeah. Hill really yeah. either because. What? They were both out. No, Tyreek Hill played. He had two receptions for oh, 19 did. yards. Oh, I think both played. No, he, he played, but the real story was apparently it doesn't matter who's yeah. playing wide receiver for Patrick Mahomes. So, Pringle, six six receptions, 75 yards, and two touchdowns. Nicole Hardman, three receptions for 31 yards and a touchdown. It's, I mean, it was impressive. It was impressive. Steelers. We, we got to figure out that Big Ben's not the same that Big Ben was, and we don't have Antonio Brown anymore. We have great running back and no offensive line. I don't really know how you can score points. Um, defense looked terrible. Absolutely terrible. I think there was two sacks and a forced fumble, and that's it. That's all I have for this game, Jake. I don't know if you have anything to add unless you want to talk about Patrick Mahomes' great day. Yeah, oh, I, I was I, I was impressed with what Mahomes was able to do without Kelsey. I thought Hill didn't play, but I, I guess he only had two catches. It's more he likely didn't he didn't play. He, he played. Yeah. But, but I was impressed. Did he get involved in the game? Not really. No. Yeah, I was impressed by the, by uh, Holy Mahomes shit. and Andy Reid. 56-14, baby. Let's go. What a game. Thank you for putting this on Sunday Night Football. I'm so glad that the Cowgirls are just... I don't know if you can call them that right now. Well, we'll talk about them later once this game's over. Um, we got the, our next game was uh, AFC West matchup that ultimately uh, led for the Cowboys to clinch somehow, even though they're not in the same division. <laughs> somehow, allegedly. But but yeah, it was a good uh, AFC West matchup. Broncos thirteen, Raiders seventeen. Um, the Raiders had a really good run game going today. Uh, Josh Jacobs, 27 rushes for 129 yards. Um, Derek Carr, you know, he looked pretty good. He was 20 of 25, 201 yards, a touchdown, and a pick. Um, I definitely said on our previous podcast that I did not think the Broncos and Drew Locke were going to be able to walk into Allegiant and uh, beat the Raiders when both the teams are trying to get into a, a playoff spot. The Raiders no. would not allow they, – they, would, they, they wouldn't going to let Drew Locke come in there and beat them. They face way too much adversity for this to be a loss. Yeah. It was a, definitely a weird game, though. Uh, what? We, we said they had a combined 16 carries. Yeah, the Broncos, the Broncos had a combined 16 carries. And t- only 22 pass attempts. Yeah. I mean, it's just weird. Melvin Gordon had a horrible game. Seven rushes for negative four yards. Hey, he had that one reception for four yards, so he broke even. He broke even. He broke even in the yard game. But seven rushes for negative four. Yeah. Broncos really weren't able to get anything going. Um, I mean, they had, what, a quarter where they scored 13 points? Yeah. That second quarter, and then that That was was it. That was it. That was it for them. I mean, to be able to – I mean, their defense obviously didn't look too bad. Uh, They had an interception, only allowed 17 points, two sacks, two forced fumbles. And they picked up both of those fumbles. Yeah. So, I mean, Broncos defense, you guys did your job. Held them there, but when your quarterback is Drew Locke, there's 
He's not gonna win a lot of football games. No, he's either gonna throw for like three hundred and fifty yards or he's gonna throw for hundred yards and three interceptions. So pretty much your lock experience right there. Yep. Well, Jake, I think this leads us straight into the best upset of this week. Yeah, best to some people. Uh, the Chargers well, got beat. It, I mean, it was the it, it statistically it's the best upset. Statistically. So, yes, forty-one Texans, Chargers twenty-nine. What do you have to say about this game, Jake? Uh, well, I was extremely upset while I was watching this game. Oh, I couldn't imagine. Um, yeah, the Chargers Great just analysis though. Huh? Great analysis on the game. Yeah, well, the Chargers just didn't look good. I mean, it was so. Here's so. Okay, so here's something. Here come the excuses. No, 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 no. I'm gonna explain one thing real quick. So. The Chargers notoriously have the worst run defense in football, but they were also going up against the Texans, who was notoriously the one of the worst running offenses in football. But today, Rex Burkhead had 22 rushes for 149 yards and two touchdowns. Well, they are playing the Chargers. But listen, so what? What was I'm listening? So the Chargers. So the so who won? Uh, <laughs> the Texans are have the worst rushing offense in football, if I'm not mistaken. And I was like, okay, so maybe you know the Chargers gonna be able to stop them, but it was they had Joey Bosa out with COVID, so they were having other guys like they were having Kenneth Murray line up for like D end because they were trying to stop the outside rush, but that wasn't helping because they had to come out of the middle, and it's just amazing to me to know how about how big of a difference in the game Joey Bosa makes, like. If he's not in the game, they tried I mean, to if do. You, if you haven't listened to me talk about T.J. Watt, for yeah, that, I don't that's know. the same kind of thing. Like, same. They same. had to slide so many guys over into positions that they weren't able to play. I know a lot of teams are dealing with COVID, but then it hurts when you also have Derwin James out. Two of your biggest impact players on the Chargers' defense weren't playing. The Chargers also have had some corners out, and their backup secondary is just horrendous. It is horrible, and they got exposed by David Mills today. He was 21 of Mills 27. Mafia, baby. Yeah. He was 21 of 27 for 254 and two touchdowns. He only got sacked once. Um, I mean, the Chargers couldn't put any pressure on him. And the Chargers' backup secondary sucks. So he was just able to pick them apart. seemed to me that every time the Texans got the ball, they just drove with ease all the way down the field. Nice, short, and easy, and scored touchdowns. Um, I mean, the Chargers, Herbert, uh, he did have those two picks. Um, one of them was his fault. The other one, I don't think, I mean, it was just a miscommunication. Jared Cook, like, cut inside, and Herbert threw it outside. Um, the first one was definitely, you know, he should have just thrown it a little bit earlier. The Chargers also were without Austin Eckler, uh, which then led Justin Jackson to be their number one back. He, he looked good. I mean, he was quick. He had 11 rushes, 64 yards, two touchdowns, but he also had that big fumble, which then turned into more points for Houston, and it was just like, well... That's the game right there when that one happened. Um, yeah, they also didn't have Mike Williams, which put more pressure on Keenan Allen, so the Texans were able to kind of put a lot more attention on him. He only had four oh, no. catches for 35 yards. Did it put more pressure on Keenan, or was it more on Guyton and their other... Yeah, player? probably more on Guyton and, and, and Cook. Yeah. Um, I mean, remember, they also don't have Parham. Oh, that's right. They don't have Parham. They don't have Parham, so he's out. So put more pressure on those guys because the Texans were just able to key in and focus in more on Allen, um, Justin Jackson had actually had the most catches for the Chargers. He had eight catches for ninety-eight yards. I mean, that's 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 a good good running back to bring in after Eckler when Eckler does all of that himself, and I think it goes very underappreciated. Yeah. And I mean, to be able to have a backup running back that'll come in and just fill that spot yeah. is huge, though, for the Chargers. Though that's a good. Sign it is. It is a good sign for the Chargers in that aspect. But I mean, I mean, if you're the Chargers and you know, you're, you're fighting for a playoff spot here late in the season, and you get blessed to have your schedule, have you playing one of the worst teams in football. They were the 3-11 and Texans in Week 16. You have to take advantage of that and find a way to win that game. You just have, like, you get blessed with an opportunity to play a team. Like, like you see all these other playoff teams or teams that are fighting in the playoffs playing against other very good teams. Yep, and like, like you get blessed to play a team that you you know that you know that if you, you play your out. game, like they, they should have if you they be able like, to run all over yeah, them, do whatever you want to them. Should have yeah, been a repeat yeah. of their game against the Giants. 100%. That's what they need to do against teams like that. It's not worse. Take it to them early and then end the game. Yeah. Like that's pretty much what you need to do if you're a team like that. Um. All right. Well, Jared, the um, 
I think we Sunday night game just Sunday ended. Night. It just ended. We got the final I score. I think it's perfect timing right now. I mean, 56-14. to 14. What a great game. Cowgirls over the football team. Um, Dak Prescott, as Jake mentioned earlier, he ended with 28. He ended with that. Pretty sure he ended with that same. 330 yards, four touchdowns. I think it's that same. So I'm pretty sure they just started just straight running. Yep. Elliott had 37 rushes today. Thirty-seven yards. Never mind. He had nine carries for thirty-seven yards. I read that wrong. Uh, slightly. <laughs> I mean, they brought in Cooper Rush. He was two of three for seventy yards. And and a touchdown. touchdown. <laughs> That's a big boy right there. Let's go. Yes, love sir. To see that. I mean, I think biggest story was that we were talking about earlier this week. Um, Cowboys have been getting by not playing their best football, and I think there was a lot of questions on if the Cowboys were going to be able to score points in the red yeah. zone, like if they were going to get touchdowns. Because, I mean, as you get to playoffs, it, yeah, touchdowns, touchdowns are significantly better than field goals, yeah. especially when you get down into the red zone. You can't yeah, settle you have to score touchdowns in the playoffs. So that was my big question mark on this team, and I think they clearly came out and shut me up and shut a lot of people up. Very, yeah. Uh, this was a huge win. I mean, it was more of a statement win than anything. Not like the football team was going to give them too much of their business. And no. it was going to be anything other than just a statement win if they win this. But it was going to be a big loss if they did lose this. But they came in and handled business, especially after getting their news right before the game. But they somehow clinched the playoff spot because of a different division. It doesn't make sense. Match up that loss, which... <laughs> It, none of it makes sense. Is that well, a joke or is that real? No, it was, it was real. Somehow it was real. I saw something that said that the NFL is rigged because that somehow meant that they were clinched. But whatever. Cowboys handled their business and they did what they needed to do. And I think they would have clinched anyways. Yeah. I mean, they're a good football team. I'm excited what they can do. See what they can do in those playoffs. But, I mean, they answered my big question on them. So, at least yeah, tonight. I need, I need to see it continue for the next two weeks. Unless they're going to start benching players, but we'll get to that later. Dak's got the uh, uh, ch- conference champion hat on right now at the NFC East. Yeah, of course he does. Love you, Andy. But yeah, that was that game. We got one more game. We got one more game tomorrow night. It is uh, Dolphins, Dolphins Saints. I think we know. I know we've already touched on this, but Dolphins are minus three. They're minus three now? Yeah. Ooh. What was it before? I thought it was like one and a half. Yeah, they're minus one. three now. But, man, okay. Well, I think this is going to be a good game. Uh, yeah, Miami it's definitely going to be, this is going to be a big testament for the Dolphins. Uh, if they can win this game, I think, what, they'll be over 500 now? Yeah. I think they're seven and seven. They're seven and seven. Both teams are seven yep. and seven. They're both seven and seven. Uh, this is definitely going to be a big. Cowboys dominant in all phases. Who's whoever wins this has the better chance to get to the playoffs. That's for sure. It's a tight race uh, leading into the playoffs right now, and this is going to be a huge win. I think the Dolphins, Dolphins need this. Yeah. Saints need it, but. I have more belief in the Dolphins. I think it's going to be a big statement win if they win this and show that they are going to be able to make it to the playoffs and actually be able to do something. Mm-hmm. So I think it's going to lead us I right agree with into that. the uh, – who's on the block, Jake? Who's on the block? You want me to start? Mm-hmm. All right. Uh, who's on the block? This week for me is COVID, the Omicron oh, why? variant. Just because it's making the NFL so strange right now. Is it just the NFL or is it – in NFL, NBA, but like, I'm just right now for the NFL. Like, just watch. There's so many games where. Just the NFL or just the Chargers? No, in all these games. No, not just the Chargers. I mean, all the NFL, NBA. It's just really screwing a lot of things up. I mean, there's a lot of guys in the NBA right now that are signing, you know, 10 day contracts. Uh, guys in the NFL and the practice squad is getting called up, having to play against first stringers. And they're well, on the practice squad for a reason. It's, it's ultimately deciding these teams fate for the season. Yeah. Like it's not okay. Like the Chargers losing yeah. today. That could potentially decide their playoff their matchup. Playoff matchup with Bosa out because of COVID. Derwin yeah. James at uh, I can't say Derwin James because he had an actual injury. 
uh, Bosa, Williams, Williams Eckler. We don't, we don't need to list all the names off again, yeah. but it's not just the Chargers. I mean, there's a lot of teams, especially in the NBA, we're seeing it. Um, and obviously all around the NFL, we saw it last week with Nick Mullins having to start for Baker Mayfield, yep. which obviously they lost that game, which now puts them on a losing streak this week. And now they're so bad. two games out when they were all in a bunch for the division. Yeah, So because of COVID. All well, because of COVID. And to speak about Baker Mayfield, that's who's on the block for me. That's who's on the Baker block. Mayfield. Baker Mayfield. Yep. I, I think we uh, need to talk about him and the aspect of what his future looks like. Yeah? Mm-hmm. With the Browns? With the Browns or just with the NFL. I mean, okay. I get the fact that he's been playing with an injury, and we don't know if this is his full season, but I think the Browns are possibly going to be looking towards uh, – trading Baker Mayfield. He has a contract until the end of next football season. Um, and then he'll be a free agent. I wouldn't be surprised if they try and move him around uh, and try and pick up a quarterback in this draft. But at the same time, since he has all the, all those injuries, you don't know if this is his full potential and if all of how he's playing and the four interceptions today were caused by his injury. Although, I think the announcers and Baker Mayfield and other people use that as a full-blown excuse. Yeah. It's your left labrum. I don't understand how that fully affects your right arm when you throw, especially being an athlete that has to throw a baseball or just throw in general. Um, I don't really think having a left horn labrum would fully affect throwing, especially as a quarterback. Yeah, no. You're throwing a five-yard slant to your left. Yeah. Um, Baker Mayfield's not looking good. He's on, he's on my block for that reason. Uh, Browns might not wait for this season, or might wait this season and see what the next year's draft class has to do. There's not a lot of quarterbacks coming out this one. There's not a ton, not a ton of good ones either. No. Um, unless you're going to get what Pickett. Yeah. Is he the top quarterback in this class right now? I think so. Yeah, I don't. I think I think the Browns might wait. Although it might be too late, Nick Chubb's getting older. Cream Hunt, older. Yep. But I mean, just go quick. So, the NFL. You want me to start off this? Uh, who made the grade? Yeah, let me know. Let me know. Who made the grade for you, Jerry? Snow football. Snow Jerry. football. Snow football. That's snow football. Is the try and pass by it earlier, but snow football is the best. We don't get to see it all the time. It's always a good matchup. I mean, well, not matchup. It's always a good game. It's always fun to watch it. I mean, so. I mean, it was a great matchup. Five, five and ten, five and ten is what this yeah. <laughs> the records into yeah. that. But snow football is always great. It's always the best game of the day. Not only because there's snow involved, but because it's always a good game. And that's what we saw today was the best game of the day. Yeah. I mean, Bills, Patriots. But who made your who made your grade, Jake? Who made my grade is Christmas leftovers. It's mm-hmm. always the best. Mm-hmm. Leftovers. Christmas leftovers made the grade for me today because it's just the best, you know? Like, you got your cake, you can eat your cake for a few days, and you got your pie, you get your steak. You get cake on Christmas? Yeah. Dang. I don't get cake on Christmas. I get cake on Christmas. Why? Because Jesus' birthday? It's Jesus' birthday. Oh. You guys do cake with, without Jesus? Yeah. We do oh. do cake without Jesus. Okay. But yeah, you got your, you know, you got your leftovers. It's one of my favorite things about Thanksgiving. Is the day after, or the week after, or three weeks, or three weeks after, or until Christmas? Pretty much, yeah. Those leftovers. Yeah, you're just eating those leftovers, making the turkey sandwich the day after. Just all the gravy. It's just the best. It's got all the leftovers, free food for a few days. You got? Is that it, Jared? No, that's not it. You got another one? I got another one. You have another? Who's on the block? I got big. Man. Or who's on the block? Who made Who made the grade? Who made the grade? We, we moved past who's on the block. Sorry. Big man touchdowns. Thick tutties. Thick tutties? Thick tutties. God, we had, you know how many soup we saw today? No, I have no idea. We saw three thick tutties today. You saw three? Three and were one Were they all day. from linemen? They were all from linemen. I love that. We had uh, the Cowboys game. Okay. Jets game. Eagles game. Wow. Three thick I love it. We get lucky when we see one in a week. Yeah. But we saw three this week. We did see three. Doesn't get much better than that. 
But uh, you want to introduce our next segment? I will. This is a new segment we got. It's going to be, uh, what are we listening to right now? We want to make sure you guys are in the mix. You guys get some new ideas for songs. I mean, I'm going to have songs that Jake's never heard and vice versa. Hopefully. Um, well, I really hope so. Because then everybody's probably heard Jake's songs. He's a big Drake guy and everybody knows Drake. Big Drake guy. But I'm going to start it off. I'm going to tell you my first one. It's going to be I Follow Rivers by Likey Lee. I Follow Rivers by Likey Lee. Yep. You want to get, do we want to give them a quick preview? I think we should. I think we should give all the songs a preview. I, I think I think that's the thing that we're going to do. It's like just going to be like a quick 10-second like, yeah. preview. Like a quick 10-second yeah. preview. All right, what's the name of the song? I Follow Rivers by Likey Lee. And that is Jared's first song. That he showed us, Joe. Do you want to give us your second one? Or you want me to go? I want you to go. You want me we to go? Two. We each got two. We each got two. You might, you might as well, yeah. well go first. Uh, first one we got. You guys ever heard of Sway T? Oh, God. <laughs> Jared, I think you know this song. Oh, God. I 100% know this song, Jake. You guys know of Sway T? It's called Icy Chain by Sway T. You want to give it a listen? I definitely think they need to listen to this. All right. We got Icy Chain by Sway T. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Yes, what a great song. Love me some sweetie. Lyrical genius. Right there. Alright, Jared, do you want to give us your second one? Yep, for all you country listeners out there, I got a song for you, and if you're not a country listener, listen to this song, it might change you. It's okay. 23 by Chase Beckham. Chase is spelled a little bit weird. C-H-A-Y-C-E, and then Beckham is spelled normal. Okay. You ready to hear it? Let's give it a listen. Now I'm 23 and there ain't nobody who can drink like me Soon I'll be 24 and the Lord knows that I can't drink no more That is a good song, Jared. I like it. Solid quality. Alright, my second and my last and our final song uh, is... We have, we have very different uh, picks here. My next pick is uh, Paranoia by Pop Smoke. Okay. It's a great song. He's dead. It's not, it's not a new song. No, it's not new. Okay. But it's still just a great song. It's what I've been listening to. Oh. Alright, Paranoia, Pop Smoke. In Cartier, yeah. Walk in the club with two straps. When I want, pull back. Don't act so Alright, and those were our favorite songs that we're listening to. Great Pop Smoke song. That was a great Absolutely. Pop Smoke song. Absolutely loved it. All right, Jared, are you ready for the random name generator? I am, but I think we have to introduce. I think we have to introduce our special guest of the evening. Our third roommate that is never home, Dylan Miller. Hello, everyone. Dylan, welcome to the podcast. Welcome to the Sunday Club. Dylan's joining us today for our uh, random name generator. Yes, I stopped in at the perfect time. I'm actually about to leave, so I just got home, and as Jared said, I'm never here. So. So he's about to leave, as you can tell. It's been ten minutes. 10 whole minutes. I would say, <laughs> I would call this perfect timing, and I think there's a cause for that, and I think it's because I'm going to get the perfect name. Okay. Oh, okay. Okay, okay. So just so you know the rules. Let me hear them. It's masculine and an English name. That's it. Those are the only That's two it. rules. English, like, like from England? Like, like, or? Erica, like Erica won't be on this. Oh, okay. Can I get another like example? Okay. I'm going to let you guys go first, so I can so get like, a... Okay. So, like, our past ones last, last week was what? I have no well, idea. Did we write it down? I, I don't, did you write it down? I definitely did It's your did iPad. Not. Well, we've had Cooper. We've had Lon, L-O-N. Lon. Um, we had have you guys found Lon? I, we, I, we, we I've been not. tuning in. We have not found Lon. We have not found Lon. <laughs> no, nobody's reached out with that name. Um, and then we've had Benny, B-E-N-N-I-E. We've had Cooper, Griffin, Terrence. And I don't know what it was last week. Uh, I think it was Terrence last week. No, we had one more after that. All right, are you ready? Jared, you want to give us your name? I'm going to go with uh, Nicholas. Nicholas, okay. In, in the Christmas... I like it. Christmas you don't want to go with Saint again? Uh, well, I mean, his name is Saint, Saint Nicholas. So if Saint comes up, I think it counts as a win no matter okay. what for me. So. Um, I am going to go with Sam. Okay. Dylan. Well, okay, if Samuel hits, do I get it? Well, no. 
If I say Samuel, then Sam hits. Yes. Okay, I'm going to say Samuel. So I get credit for both. I think that I'm going to go with Tyler. Okay. Hey. Tyler. Tyler. Ready? What do we got? <laughs> Is that a name? I don't know how to pronounce it. Crispian? Uh, C-R-I-S-P-I-A-N. That, ladies oh. and gentlemen, Chris Payne. is oh. what you call a turkey Payne. that has been in the oven too long on Christmas morning. Crispian. Oh, that's good. It is. I like that. Okay. Oh. Crispian. Crispian, if you're out there, I'm sorry. Please, your parents, don't, please don't reach out. Your parents really did a horrible job. I really could care less if there's actually somebody named that. We just want long. Sorry, you. <laughs> I just want long. <laughs> All right, well. I think that pretty much sums up our uh, recap episode. Have a great, great week, guys. Have a fantastic week. Post-Christmas, we're enjoy coming up on Monday New Year's. Night football. Enjoy it. Have fun. Bye. We love you guys. You don't know how you met me You don't know why You can't turn around and say goodbye All you know is when I'm with you I make you free And swim through your veins like a fish in the sea I'm singing, follow me Everything is alright I'll be the one to tuck you in at night And if you want to leave I can guarantee you won't find nobody else like me I'm not worried about the ring you wear Cause as long as no one knows Then nobody can care You're feeling guilty And I'm well aware But you don't look ashamed And baby I'm not scared I'm singing Follow me Everything is alright I'll be the one to tuck you in at night And if you want to leave I can guarantee you won't find nobody else like me This episode of The Sunday Club was brought to you by Coco Melon!